Hello, my name is Norm, and I am a middle-aged dad. And I'm Ari, and I am a K-pop listener. I find it funny that you always say K-pop listener instead of K-pop fan. I guess, I don't know. Anyway, this is K-pop for old people. Yeah. Where we talk about K-pop. Basically, I learn about it because Ari teaches me about it. Yep. So that's what we do. So who are we going to talk about this week? This week, we're going to talk about Enmix. Enmix, all right. Before we do that, what's new with you? Uh, Not much, really. Just okay. waiting for school to happen. Yeah, school's about to start. Uh, Let's see. Not much new for me either. I'm also waiting for school to start, frankly. <laughs> but uh, we had another karaoke party. That was fun. Yeah. We sang a song together, but it was not a K-pop song. No. Uh, in K-pop news, I have been doing my homework and uh, <laughs> watched some videos from Itzy that yeah. we talked about last time. I saw you. Yeah. I listened to four songs. Fun. The first one I listened to was Cake. Mm-hmm. How many times do you think they say the word cake in that song? Too many. Well, I counted, and I came up with 77. <laughs> I believe that, that should, it's too many too many cakes. There's a lot of cakes in that song. If somebody baked a cake for every time they said cake in cake, there would be an entire bakery worth. The other thing I'm noticing a trend of, at least I don't know if it's just Itzy or if it seems like it's been a few of the songs uh, that I've listened to from various groups recently, is I get sort of a preconceived notion of what I'm expecting Um based on the titles Mm. and so i also feel like in my mind i'm trying to like figure out what the subject matter of the song is going to be and with the title like cake like obviously i don't think they're talking about baking yeah but usually it's a metaphor of some kind uh with these etsy songs i don't know that i could figure out what any of them were about based on the title it didn't seem like they had a whole lot of correlation between the title and the lyrical content. Although I should say, I'm trying not to pay too much attention to the lyrics uh, because I know there's plenty of songs that I like that have complete nonsense lyrics. Yeah. But with Cake, they do say Cake a lot. Yeah. I don't know why they say Cake a lot um, because they just repeat it a bunch of times and it doesn't seem to be a metaphor for anything. Well, they do occasionally say like, like a piece of cake or something and like in the pre-chorus I believe they say something like it's not easy anyway being like a piece of cake that is as good as interpretation as I'm probably going to get out of that particular song that one uh didn't strike me particularly uh the next one I listened to was kill shot mm, yeah and musically speaking I think that one was my favorite of all of them yeah setting aside the lyrics for a moment, the sound that they were going for on that one seemed to be as close to something that I would listen to as maybe I've found yet in terms of like, it's a K-pop song, sure, but like it has like a, like an electronic kind of minor key, kind of the thing that I probably would have listened to more of in my youth. Uh, yeah. So... I like that one okay. I was trying to figure out the title again. Mm. I mean, they say Kill Shot. Yeah. Quite a bit. But I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt and assume that they're talking about it metaphorically. I don't 
think that I would like it very much if they were actually condoning people being killed. Yeah, no. But I don't never think do they that. are. They would never do that. Um, I think it's a metaphor for like, uh, I don't know, what's your interpretation? I don't know. I just think it sounds cool. Okay, that's fair enough. Maybe I'm, I'm my analytical mind is trying to find too much meaning in things. Um, the most straightforward song of the ones I listened to was Boys Like You. Mm, yeah, another English song. That one was in English, so obviously it was easier for me to... Understand. Understand. Although I will say for the other ones, you know, I got the translations from YouTube and I did something I hadn't done before specifically for Killshot because there wasn't a music video version. Yeah. Which I had been typically watching the music video versions of them because A, um, we've talked about how the choreography and dancing is such a big part of things and I, I want to see some of that. But also... Um, I think it's just like, it's just, it's, it's part of the whole experience, you know, like K-pop I think is a visual medium as much as it is an auditory one. Obviously you can just listen to the songs, but like, they're also not just selling you the song. They're selling you the look and the, the dance and the concept and, and all of these things together. Yeah. Uh, so when I listened to Killshot, which doesn't have a music video, I did uh, what seems to be a pretty common substitute on YouTube is they have the videos where uh, they have the lyrics and then they have it broken down by who's singing what part. Oh, yes. I've seen those before where it's like this person singing that part and it has like the Korean, the Romanized and the English translation. Right. Yes, exactly. Which was useful for me because it helped me differentiate the voices. Yeah. And uh, obviously I got to see the lyrics and everything too, but it also helped me focus just on the music itself rather than the visuals that are going on in the video. Like in that cake video, the visuals in that made no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, I it can was, understand that. I mean, like, I get it. It's like... It's it's going for that. It's not trying to make sense necessarily. It's like sort of surreal. It's uh, yeah. They had a Squid Game reference in there, and there was like a big fuzzy pink monster and all kinds of stuff going on. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, for boys like you, because it's in English, obviously I I could relate to it a little bit better that way. It also of the English K-pop songs that I've listened to thus far seem to have the most noticeable Korean accents coming through. And that's not a criticism, actually. I liked that about it. The reason that I liked hearing the accent is because it's made it seemed a little bit more like I could hear the genuine voice of the singers. Yeah, like you could hear their natural like accent and everything. Right, their natural tone and their natural like um, delivery. Uh, whereas in some of the other ones that I've watched, it seemed so produced as to like eliminate that kind of Korean accent. And, and honestly, sometimes I'd even watch the video and like the lip sync of the person visually in the video, you could sometimes kind of detect just like the shape of their mouth 
didn't necessarily always match up with the sound of their voice, which, you know, again, not a criticism. Like, that's part of the whole deal, right? Is like, these aren't supposed to be songs that are like, you know, lo-fi, indie pop, whatever, like underproduced stuff. These are highly produced, very slick pop songs. And so like, I get why they were going for that, especially if, you know, they're making an entirely English song, which is the whole point I think of doing something like that would be to target it at a Western audience. Um, if not an American one, at least a English speaking one generally. Yeah. But, uh, the boys like you video. Well, I think this was the song that I most kind of got the feel of what we had talked about as being their concept with that whole girl crush thing. Yeah. Cause it was a song about girls rejecting this one yeah, guy, like, like kicking this guy aside. Because... Yeah. But the, the lyrics in the music video doesn't really match up cause the lyrics are them rejecting him. But in the music video, they're trying to get to him, but they're all trying to sabotage each other. Yeah, I I kind of saw that. I I think that was like the narrative of the video, and and also I should throw in there, I felt like it was a homage to the uh, Baz Luhrmann Romeo and Juliet, or Romeo plus Juliet. Yeah, <laughs> as it was styled, um, because the boy was in the the uh, you know Leonardo DiCaprio suit of armor kind of costume yeah and all of the girls were in the claire danes uh angel wings kind of costume yeah originally it was like since halloween's one of my favorite holidays i thought oh maybe i want to do like something k-pop related and so i was, couldn't really think of anything good and so i thought of that but then i'm like nobody's really gonna get the fact that it's actually k-pop related right no I agree. they're just gonna think that i'm just some angel or something yeah. No, you're right about that. I agree. But like in terms of the story of the video, I think it was like showing each individual member of the group who, uh, I guess in the story of the video, it's not really apparent in the song, but are all like in love with this same guy. And they're all like, like mentally thinking about how they're going to steal him away from all the others. One of them straight up drops a boulder on the other. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, I think that's like their inner dialogue, right? It's, yeah. You know, like there's one that like turns into a vampire and tries to bite the other one and all that. But like by the end of the video, then they've all like left the party to start their own party in the bedroom. Um, and then, you know, they basically leave the boy behind and everybody comes in and parties with them in the bedroom yeah because they're way more cool right which is that whole girl crush thing right like we're having more fun by ourselves than we would have had with this stupid boy who's <laughs> trying to you know date all of us at the same time and get away with it but musically speaking i thought it was kind of interesting because it's like it's such a cheery upbeat major key kind of song uh, which sort of contrasts with the lyrics, which are like saying, I'm so pissed, but saying it in a really yeah. bubbly. And also, like, it totally shocked me when I realized that, like, at one point, one of the members was talking about how they tried to get with their other friends, which is so, <laughs> so weird when I'm thinking about, like, these K-pop idols and, like, just the music 
but not really the lyrics. And then I just hear that and I'm like, wait, what? Hmm, yeah. And then the last song that I listened to was Cheshire, mm -hmm. which was one that you recommended. And I, again, trying to figure out in advance what to expect. Like there's that whole Cheshire cat idea in my mind, which again has nothing to do with anything in the song. I think contrasting it with some of the other songs, they only say Cheshire, I think like once in the whole song. Yeah. And it doesn't even make sense when they do. Or at least it didn't make sense to me. Yeah. And there, so that like that's kind of the extent of any Alice in Wonderland imagery is just the acknowledgement that a Cheshire cat exists. <laughs> but I feel like the whole thing was like the theme of it was like, oh, it's like this, but it's also not, and like it's con supposed to be confusing and contradicting and whatever, like a Cheshire cat. Yeah, which that that makes sense. I see that interpretation, but that one seemed like just like a pretty straightforward. Actually, I think. Um, oh no, it was the other one. It was Boys Like You where I was getting sort of a sort of a Taylor Swift vibe. Yeah, a lot of people say that it sounds like Taylor Swift. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Boys Like You is one of their like least popular songs, but it's uh one of my favorite Itzy songs. I really like it. Cool. Anyhow, that was Itzy. We talked about them last time. Mhm. Mm uh now we are here to talk about Nmix. Yes. Tell me about NMIX. So NMIX is a girl group um, under JYP Entertainment, which, again, is one of my top favorite companies. I like a lot of their groups. We're on a JYP Entertainment <laughs> streak right now, it seems yeah. like. They have six members, from oldest to youngest. It is Lily, Haewon, Soyun, Bae, Jiwoo, Kyujin. Okay. And the only really foreign members, I guess, are Lily, who's a Korean-Australian. That's not the first group that we've had an Australian in, is it? There's yeah. been a couple, I think, at least. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the name Nmix. Yeah. Tell me about that. <laughs> I'm curious about it, I guess, because it's not a word. Yeah, not really. Because it's spelled N-M-I-X-X, -X, which isn't really a word. Even the, the mix part of it is there. I don't know why there's a second X. And from what I've uh, researched, the N is stand for new and then mix, I don't know, and an extra X because well, they're cool like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, extra Xs are always cool. That's why there's an extra X, I'm sure. Yeah. I tried to like research their um, concept, but I wasn't really getting any information. But um, from what I've seen, their like music videos can go from like very, I don't really know how to explain this, like kind of not really robotic, but more like steampunkish but also not really okay like for example in their song oh oh it has like gray brown like neutral colors and it's like kind of not really metal is in like rock and whatever mm. but more metal is in like the thing like the physical <laughs> yeah type of material yeah i guess i don't know and then it switches to like very colorful and bubbly and in your face and whatever with like these flying fishes and donuts for some reason because i'm pretty sure there's nmix lore from what i know there's a donut shop that closed down and um got replaced by this candy shop that was like super popular and whatever but there was like something in the candy that was like like i don't know drugs or something <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all I really remember. And then Enmix broke into the candy shop uh, to check out what was happening. Okay. But yeah. So no real concept that we're aware of. Yeah. But some sort of backstory. Yeah. They're all very like magical and colorful and stuff like that. I see. And I understand what you mean because like steampunk is a thing. Yeah. And it has a specific meaning and there's a lot of other things that are kind of related and adjacent that people who aren't familiar with it probably call steampunk even though steampunk is a specific thing that involves, you know, like gears and yeah, zeppelins and <laughs> yeah. whatnot. But like cyberpunk is like an example that I can think of where it's maybe in a similar vein where it's retrofuturism just throw that out there yeah because like when i think of cyberpunk i think more of like you know neons and robots and stuff well you didn't mention that that, didn't you say they were robots no not that i remember from like a minute ago (laughs) (laughs) okay well we've recorded it so yeah if you did say that i will be able to find out and uh confirm or deny it hey friends it's editor norm here i'm just popping in to take us back for the instant replay so we can check what actually was said. That way you don't have to rewind. But um, from what I've seen, their like music videos can go from like very, I don't really know how to explain this, like kind of not really robotic, but more like steampunkish. So as you can hear, Ari did say. Not really robotic, so Ari was right. They did not say robots, but my old person brain heard the word robotic and the concept stuck in there. And so that is why I thought I heard robots. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. If you did say that, I will be able to find out and uh, yeah, I mean, confirm when you If you watch the music video for OO, you'll probably understand what i was trying to say better oo is spelled o dot o okay that's helpful (laughs) uh more about oo which is their uh, debut song which they debuted on february 22nd 2022 so they're fairly fairly um oh wow new yeah that's uh, only a little a year and a half or so yeah and um their most recent song is party o'clock slash uh roller coaster which um, in my opinion, Roller Coaster is like a really good song. I like it a lot. It's very catchy. Their fan group is called Answer, but there's no A. <laughs> so, Answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, I guess. Because it's Nmix and Answer, but there's no A. Answer is spelled weird. Why is there a W in Answer? That's a fair question. Yeah. Probably not something that we have the time to get into right now, but uh, yeah, we'll just blame English for that. Enmix actually has a ex-member who was originally there, but either left or got kicked out for some reason, like a bullying scandal, which is like the top reason why most members leave groups. Yeah, you mentioned that happened to Stray Kids as well. Yeah, Um, but their member's name is... Ginny. Okay. Recently, people have been speculating that they might be adding a new member because, for example, 
in some of their like concept photos for Party O'Clock, there was a mirror, and there was like I'm pretty sure either a person or like there's hinting of somebody's supposed to be there. Mm. And then in another photo, there was a hand there, and we don't know whose hand it is because all the members were all together, and then there's just a random hand in the corner of somebody. So either that was a mistake or that was on purpose, meaning there's someone else joining, which I don't believe. I've heard of like once or twice a member joining a group after it's already debuted. For example, um, one of the members of Red Velvet did that. Hmm. So I think that'd be interesting if they did actually do that. Yeah, it sounds like it's an unusual situation. So if I'm following correctly, it's currently six members. Yes. So originally it was seven members. Seven and then six and then maybe seven and again. And then maybe seven again. Well, I guess we'll have to see. I always enjoy the way the internet will speculate over anything. So Yeah. And it seems like with the fandom that K-pop has internationally, that would be a a fun thing to do would tease things in that way and let let the internet run with it for a while. Yeah. Cuz like some K-pop fans go so deep into the details. Like for example, people upload videos of like, "Oh, the small little details in the choreography of this one person in a group's dance for this song." Which I don't know why people have to go that deep into the choreography. Yeah. I mean, I suppose, like, from my perspective, you're the person that I know who is a K-pop fan or a K-pop yeah. listener, as the <laughs> case may be. And uh, it appears to me like you go pretty deep on K-pop, although I'm sure there are people who go way, way deeper. Yeah, like, for example, in the TXT lore, I only barely dipped my toe in. There are people that go so, so deep into the details, like... I don't know, somebody is out there like, you see that hair right there in the corner of the music video? That is from an extra <laughs> member who's going to be joining on this date. Well, I can say that since doing this for you know a while now, as I get to a little bit more familiarity with K-pop and the culture of it, um, and we've been posting, as I've mentioned before, you know, in the usual podcast locations but as well as on youtube yeah um, the the difference with youtube being of course like people can leave comments and so far we've gotten a couple of comments it does seem like the common thread thus far is it that k-pop fans um are taking at least me to task for uh not being as detail-oriented k-pop uh listener as maybe they feel I should be. And uh, that's okay. I just wanted to say to all the commenters out there, <laughs> I see you, I hear you, you're right. I don't know K-pop. Uh, I'm just learning. So uh, please be kind, but yeah. but you're not wrong. I I will miss things. Yeah. So what else do I need to know about NMix? I feel like NMix sometimes has some pretty weird lyrics. Like for example, in... Oh, oh, it was like pretty unpopular because a lot of the lyrics didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> For example, in the uh, intro or like first part of the song, they'd say some complete nonsense that I don't even know what it is. <laughs> and like some of it's in English, some of it's in Korean. And it's like a good song. I like it. I just don't mm -hmm. really pay that much attention to the 
randomness of it. Yeah. And also, like, in part of the song, they say zero plus zero equals infinity. And I'm like, that's not no, that's right. <laughs> zero plus zero is just zero. Yeah. Because if you add nothing to nothing, it's still going to be nothing. It's not going to be infinity. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and wait until I listen to the song before I make any criticisms. Maybe it's a metaphor. I don't know. That's what I always fall back on, if you haven't noticed, is like, <laughs> if I don't understand it, it's probably a metaphor that I yeah. am not familiar with. Anyway, um, I wanted to ask you, because yeah. I'm trying to remember the timeline, how long ago was it that you first discovered K-pop? Probably in like, because um, hmm, I'm trying to think, because like, Last year, Christmas, was when I got those stickers, mm-hmm. and that was when I was, like, just into Stray Kids. And so I'm trying to remember. So I'm probably guessing, like, either early to middle last year. Of last year. So, okay. Because I was trying to put things in the timeline when you said that um, NMEX only debuted last year. Yeah. Um, but early last year, so... So I'm pretty sure I wasn't, like very out into the world of k-pop when they debuted because yeah that, on that, as i think back um yeah that sounds about right that year me. christmas i i only knew stray kids and i was a big stray kids fan so for them to have debuted in february and me remembering i'm i was only a stray kids fan in december i was not there for their debut probably probably not yeah but you've come a long way since then it seems yeah um okay where would you rank NMEX in your in your hierarchy of K-pop groups? Um, they're probably, um, I don't know, like just there with Itzy, like a bit above Stray Kids. but like, Kind of in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's Cause like, the way it probably is with most. It's a bell curve, right? There's yeah. like the ones that there's just like a one or two that you really, really love. And there's a handful that you probably don't like at all. And then there's a big... Um, middle section where it's just like everybody kind of mixes in together. Yeah, because there's like, you know, Twice and TXT that I'm like really into Mm because like I know a lot of weird facts about them. And like, you know, Stray Kids, which I know a lot of weird facts about because I used to be really into them, but now I'm like kind of not that into them as before. And then they're like groups that I'm like pretty big fans of, but like some questions I just wouldn't be able to answer because I just don't really know. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, there are groups that I, like, know the name of, don't, like, know a few members, don't know much about them, though. hmm And, like, I don't know, occasionally listen to a song of theirs. And then there are, like, groups that I, like, know nothing about and didn't even know they existed. Yeah. Are there groups that you have discovered that have only just debuted since you started listening to K-pop? Um, not that I can think of, because most of the groups I, like, either debuted before i liked k-pop or like when i was just into stray kids Mm -hmm. or like i just kind of missed the whole debut in general and i'm like oh this is pretty cool i should check this out so it seems like there's a pretty long ramp up to a debut and it also seems like the companies tend to you know use that training period i guess you would call it as a opportunity to like market the group before they debut. Yeah, like for example, I'm not even sure if the group Baby Monster has even debuted yet, but there's just so much popularity around it. Probably because like, you know, it's kind of 
people are like it's the younger sister of Blackpink, which is already pretty popular. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it hasn't even debuted yet, and there's already like people remixing songs that they've also remixed, even though they don't even have a debut song yet. Like for example, they did this whole like I don't know quite how to pronounce it because it's a group from very long ago. It's two n e one, and so I'm like two n e one twenty one what? And they did like a mashup of their songs and put their own choreography over it, and people are like remixing that as if like it was their own song and their own choreography,、hmm. even though they are probably aware of the fact that it isn't actually their songs. So. Are there groups that you're aware of that haven't debuted yet that you are eagerly awaiting their debut? Um, not really, because like I'm interested in like seeing Baby Monster in general, because、mm-hmm. like they sound pretty cool. I mean, their name is Baby Monster. Yeah, that does sound like <laughs> I- I'm curious about it too. Yeah, and then there's like boy groups that I've heard of from like high labels, like for example, Boy Next Door. Which is、um, another boy group from Hype Labels, which, from other stuff, have been known to be very popular. Like, for example, BTS and TXT. Sure.、Um, but yeah, I've seen like a bit about their songs, but I haven't really gotten too into them because like they debuted recently after I got into TXT. Actually, not very recently, but like a while after I got into TXT. But I wasn't really there. I wasn't really aware of the fact that they were a thing,、mm. and there also was like Zero Base One, which is also pretty new, which is also fifth generation, which apparently we're in fifth generation now, which I still can't really believe, because <laughs> I joined in fourth generation, and but I can't tell if I was late into fourth generation or early into fourth generation, because that doesn't seem like it was very long. It doesn't seem like it was very long. Yeah, I would. I don't know anything about anything here, but. My guess would be that it must have been laid into the fourth generation because otherwise the generations are pretty small. Yeah, and you would think, knowing that K-pop has been around since since the nineteen hundreds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> either the generations are getting shorter, or they should, you know, or I'm、last. just late. Yeah, they should last a little bit longer. Yeah, like、think. a few years, probably, like three or four, maybe. I don't know. Actually, if there's just four generations, they would last three or four years because it's not been that long. Probably, I don't know.、Yeah. Makes sense to me. Yeah, but like,、um, for example, I saw this one YouTube video of a person who went to go meet、um, a K-pop trainee and see what it was like, you know. And so they became friends with the K-pop trainee, who was a soloist who debuted two days after the the thing was released. Because I watched it the day it. Came out on YouTube,、mm-hmm. so I was like, "Oh, that's cool! I'll check him out." So that was probably the first debut I've ever been there for, I guess. Okay. Because on the exact day that he debuted, I, when I woke up, I like immediately checked like Spotify and YouTube for his account, I guess. Yeah, that's not a thing that I have any experience with, and is the idea of like knowing about. A band before that band has released an album,、mm. like I mean, I guess I'm aware that it has happened,、um, especially in like the top forty pop world, but not in the way that I'm understanding, you know, this whole situation. Which okay, whatever, like it's different now. Yeah, <laughs>、uh, but more on Enmix because we got sidetracked there.、Uh, speaking of 
knowing of groups before they've debuted. I'm pretty sure Ginny has um, gone to a different company and is going to debut there sometime. And I heard of that from a joke about Neon, one of the members of Twice, used to have these like quote unquote bunny teeth where she had two front teeth mm-hmm. that were like longer than the rest. Mm-hmm. And so recently she got them like. She got like braces or yeah, something. Not braces, but like cut down, I guess. Ugh. I don't know how to explain, but she doesn't have them anymore. Right. And so she the, got dental work, we'll say. Yeah. That. And so somebody was joking that her teeth left the group and went to go to the company that Ginny was debuting in. Okay. I have a lot of K pop jokes that I have like or like memes that I have downloaded that I want to send to people, but I have nobody who will actually understand any of it. I mean, you can send them to me. I probably still won't understand them, but yeah. at least we can talk about it, and then you can explain to me why it's funny. But yeah, just NMIX in general, I feel, is like a pretty, one of those groups that's like more silly than they are really serious. Although like when they're on stage, they like, you know, handle accidents professionally like they have to do. Like, for example, they do the wrong choreography or whatever. They have to get back on track very quickly, but like... With things, they're just kind of a goofy group in general. Like, they all are pretty good friends, I believe, at mm-hmm. least from what I've seen. And, like, they get along well, and they make funny jokes together. Um, but I feel like the funniest would probably be Hewon or Lily, who are both known for being kind of goofy, not on purpose. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, you've said in a few uh, of the groups that we've discussed that you like some of the humor of some of them. Yeah. Because like the humor part of stuff isn't showing up necessarily in their performance or their music. Like you're following like social media stuff that they're expressing themselves humorously. Yeah. That was probably the least humorous way for me to say that. Um, (laughs) It is nice to be able to see the personality of the members of the groups that you like, you know? Yeah. Um, Just, like, the members in general, I sometimes have, like, a difficulty choosing, like, a bias or favorite in the group. Um, But for NMIX, even though I like them all, I almost always like them all, I think my favorite would probably be, or my bias would probably be Lily. Just, I don't know, because she's, there's something about her that isn't like the others that are like more than them i guess yeah that makes sense like you could search up like lily memes or something and there would be so many of them okay so things that i'm going to do homework on i've already written down two songs Mm -hmm. to listen to i wrote down oo and i wrote down roller coaster any other song recommendations for me from what i know they don't really have a significant amount of songs really i suppose since they debuted so recently yeah i can think of one album that has more than two songs on it i'm off track um songs to recommend you um probably young dumb stupid which is interesting title (laughs) yeah it is yeah young comma dumb comma stupid and also dice which is interesting musically i guess which was so weird when I heard some of my classmates sing part of that song that they probably got from TikTok because that part of the song was popular in like some TikTok audios, but they don't actually know that it's a K-pop song. And I just think it's so weird to me when I hear people singing K-pop songs that they don't actually know are K-pop. 
Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, the song Dice was like kind of popular, but also like kind of not really. Because like, I feel like for some people, the change in like the drop, I guess, was just too shocking for some people. Because it went from like a normal song to like kind of they broke it down, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they also have like a really cool high note, which I think is really fun, I guess. A cool high note. <laughs> yeah. A cool high note, I guess. I don't know. It's a pretty high note. Like, the singer sings a high note. Yes. Yeah, that was a thing that I noticed also when I was watching videos this time. Yeah. Because I did look at a couple of the uh, YouTube comments on some of the videos. And a lot of people were recognizing particular vocal performances, including high notes. Uh, like, for example, in Boys Like You for, by Itzy, uh, Cheyoung has a big high note. Yeah. I think I noticed yeah. somebody mentioning that. So... Uh, all right, I will check out some NMEX songs, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll talk about them next time. Uh, who else are we going to be talking about next time? Um, next time we are talking about New Jeans. New Jeans, all right. I know that I've heard you mention that name before a few times. Mm-hmm. So, all right, sounds good. We'll learn about New Jeans. We'll talk about some NMEX videos that I will watch between then and now, uh, and... Uh, I guess that's about it. Yeah. So you should check out the YouTube where if you have any things to say, you could maybe um, give us a comment, you know, subscribe to us for any updates on that, I guess. Yeah. You can subscribe to us uh, on our YouTube channel, which is just K-pop for old people. Yeah. It's basically Uh, the same thing, just on YouTube. If that's not your thing, but you still want to, you know, reach out and say something, uh, we do have a Gmail address kpop for old people at gmail.com no spaces no hyphens or anything in that and uh we look forward to hearing from you yeah maybe we'll do some kind of q a in the future that would be fun yeah but until then thanks for listening talk to you next time Annyeong. don't forget check out uh the podcast on youtube if you want to uh do that that was a stupid thing to say (laughs) if you want to give a comment or something sure so don't forget um you can get the podcast wherever podcasts are sold Sold? that's not that's not what i going to say um you want me to try yeah um so (laughs) i don't even know what that was so you should what? It's just so awkward. <laughs> See, it's harder than it yeah. seems. <laughs>